episode 390. What are your rules for life? The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon as a coach and implementer. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. It's not the critic who counts. Not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man and for the founding members please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. Get to the podcast. Hey, hey, back again. So it's just a quick, shorter episode, usually about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on how the, the ramble goes. So this week is actually going to, it's going to turn into a bit of a book review because the book I've read in 2020 so far is Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. And I really enjoyed over the last couple of years watching his videos. He made it in the news. He was, you know, it got kind of big, very famous when certain reporters were going after him. I mean, just look up, put in Jordan Peterson shuts down reporters or Jordan Peterson handles a debate. Basically, people who are very sort of aggressive who hadn't done their research. Generally, this is what happens. Hadn't done their research, had heard second, third, fourth hand, a quote apparently that he said, and they've just, you know, got their opinion that, you know, then maybe not a fan of his and they've just gone after him, taken one thing he said, maybe out of context. And they've gone after him without really being educated on that matter and then, then going after him. And obviously this is, he's a professor, this is his thing. And he, he generally, as we talk about in his rules, he is very careful with his speech and people try and sort of squeeze him and pin him into a hole in saying he said this when he, a lot of times he didn't say that specifically and usually they you know they get very angry frustrated bamboozled confused and largely he holds his call so that you know that um there's a famous one i think it's a channel four in the uh in the uk reporter look up that one where she just goes for him and you know she's not very nice ultimately and he he holds his ground and eventually it's she's lost for words <laughs> so uh, it's happened with you know many reporters some guys and girls it's it's you know it's it's universal anyway that's sidetracks that caught my attention it was big in the news and caught a, you know a lot of people's attention in the last couple of years so what his book um, was on, on my radar got quite a large following of young males because of uh, what he talked about in terms of masculinity as well and you know we're going to touch on that in the book so yeah i thought i definitely want to have a look at it and uh, i recognize some of that in terms of you know my awakening your alpha speech um, TEDx talk and the whole my book as well. So I'm going to dive in, give you a quick review. Number one, let's just cut to the chase. I really enjoyed the book. What I believe good things. It really makes you think and question. It's very individual, and that's how the approach I like for my book. It's, it's giving you examples and the author's opinions 
and things that have helped him and helped others. And then ultimately you make your own decision. So 12 rules for life an antidote for chaos or to chaos, I should say. So I'm going to run through quickly the, the 12 rules spoiler. And then just, you know, very briefly, otherwise this would be a huge episode. My thoughts on it, maybe a little bit of a conclusion. And then, uh, you, you know, could save you this sort of 10 minute episode could save you hours and hours of not going to read the book or actually you think, actually, I'm going to go read the book um, after you've read Awaken Your Effort, obviously. So, <laughs> right. So these are the 12 rules. Rule number one, stand up straight with your shoulders back. Rule two, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Rule three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Rule four, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Rule five, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Rule six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Rule seven, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. Rule eight, tell the truth or at least don't lie. Rule nine, assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't. Rule 10, be precise in your speech. Rule 11, do not bother children when they are skateboarding. Rule 12, pet a cat when you encounter one in the street. There you go. Simple, 12 rules. And so obviously, I think there's a lot of power in simplicity and it's hard to distill complex ideas and, and subjects into simple, simple forms. And don't let it fool you, this is a really in-depth book. He goes into these rules in, in, in great detail. I will not go in great detail. I will sum up some of them and pick out ones that I particularly liked. It's a lot more in-depth with this device, literally sum up a whole chapter. And most of these chapters are, you know, 30 pages, really going into depth of history, culture, psychological factors, biological factors. Really, it's really a lot of, you know, science and research backing up each of these points and then simplified down into a, a very simplistic title or rule. And then you can dig in more um, for yourself. And when I dig into this whole book, the re one of the reasons that I like, I like many aspects of it, and there's others I'm not a massive fan of, but I like many aspects of it is because it kind of aligns with the, the number one rule is you must take responsibility for your own life. It's, you know, a non-negotiable. Rule one, stand up straight with your shoulders back. I like this. And this is the one that, you know, news reporters always seem to pull out in um, interviews as well, because this is where it links to the, the lobsters and that like there are similarities, at least in our biological backgrounds, to lobsters. And so interviewers would try and mock him about this, you know, the lobsters and, and territory and, and aspects of that. It wasn't his opinion. He was, he was linking to scientific research. So this, to sum up all of this, okay, in the simplest terms, we're not talking about lobsters. We're just talking about us as well. It's the, the physiological and psychological link in terms of, you know, your movement and how you stand in your posture can affect your mindset and your approach. And on the flip side, your mindset and can affect your physicality as well. It's about how you hold yourself. If I'm not moving, if I'm slouching, then I'm going to feel like crap mentally as well as physically. So it's the, hugely about the link. If we take a defeat, if we fail, and then we kind of shrink within ourselves and you know our shoulders drop, our head drops, and how that affects us mentally and then our physicality and then not try things again. And that's what happens to you know a lot of us. You, know, you, get, you get burnt, feel that as justification of not cracking on and going again. Rule two, treat yourself 
treat yourself like someone you're responsible for help helping. So a lot of times we are good at giving advice to other people and we look after other people and he backs all of this up with science and studies. You know, if you're, if you've got a, <laughs> that I think the, the thing you mentioned here, which is, is very interesting. This study has been done. Like if a person, you know, has a loved pet and they need to make sure that ensure the pet takes its pills to make sure it's, you know, healthy or it's, um, is dealing with its illness. The, the, the individual generally will be more dedicated and look after that pet better than they will look after themselves if the same diagnosis is on them and they are responsible for making sure they take their tablets, et cetera, through that period. So you're, 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 you're going to look after a pet, a pet that's probably got a lifespan of like 10 years tops or 10, 15 years better than you would look after yourself. It's, it's crazy stuff. So I think it's really important just to make, be aware of that. Rule three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Quite self-explanatory. But again, I've, I've talked about this before, you know, about your toxic relationships and removing yourself from environments physically and mentally that are, are not helpful. People either grow together or they outgrow each other, ultimately. So that's in the very simplest sense. And he talks about, you know, it's very interesting, his, his background. Rule four, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to someone else is today. That's huge. I deal with that a lot when as a teacher in schools, I deal with that a lot in the entrepreneurial space in any field you go into. If you compare yourself to some of the, the world's leaders, you're going to feel very inadequate all the time. Oh, when it comes back to the phrase of, you know, comparing your, your reality to someone else's highlight reel rule five. I love this one. Again, I pick out ones that I absolutely love. I love this one. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. This is uh, this is hit a raw nerve with me because I haven't been a teacher for 10 years and seeing the variety, parents who are very supportive, parents who are not very supportive, parents who are very interested, parents who are not very interested, parents who are too protective, parents who are not protective enough, parents who are hard, parents who are just, yeah, you get the whole variety. And then, you know, parents who kids might be currently at this point, a bit of a mess in terms of society and you know getting on and being a you know a positive contrib contributing member of society their kids are a mess and parents who wash their hands a bit is like i can't do anything with them like i don't know why they like it it's not my it's not my uh it's not my fault kind of thing it's like it's a tough one and basically the research suggests there is a very 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 slim chance that you know, you do get the odd child who is just naturally from a young age, just absolutely loco, behavior-wise, very aggressive, etc. But they can obviously, like anyone, you know, with the, the right environment, they can obviously be improved a huge amount. Um, much like you, you may have a kid who's naturally fits in well with a lot of systems and processes in earlier life. And if the parents ultimately let their children do things that makes, makes them dislike them, then that's on the parent, you know, they're, they're there for guidance, you to act as a role model. I live by this one. It's, it's sometimes it's easier to let certain things slide, but you know, no, if you dislike it and you don't call it out and you don't support them and, and just help show them away and explain to them what, why that's not a good thing to do or how that's going to hold them back in life. Other people won't take the time to explain it to them and it will just hinder them in, in life in so many ways. It talks about the concept of parent or friend as well. Um, one of the biggest fears paralyzed by the fear of modern parents that they would not no longer be liked or even loved by the children children if they actually call them out on certain things and 
and be the disciplinarian and not let them do things that would make them dislike them. Rule six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Definitely, I'm not going to go into that. But again, start at ground zero, start with yourself first. You know, there's some famous cases of that. I would say right to the top, um, trying to sort out, you know, the nation or the world and the world's problems when you can't even sort out your own problems. You know, ultimately, and it's going to come with some of these rules, if, if you're constantly lying, don't go around trying to sort out loads of other problems. The core problem is stop lying, tell the truth, deal with issues and things that, you, you know, you've done that are not so decent and clean up your life first before you go and sort sort out other things rule seven pursue what is meaningful not what is expedient and ultimately expedient to digging into that is you know the quickest easiest fastest route to get a goal could be you know a position or a, a role that you'd earn a lot of money through that would be the expedient route to buying i don't know a house and and providing but you could be massively unhappy and you know it's not meaningful for you into into the slightest so again that really aligns with a lot of what i say but again this is 30 pages of really digging into the the science the history the biology it's very in it's very interesting i absolutely love it rule eight tell the truth or at least don't lie just spoke about that briefly it starts off with truth is a no man's land in terms of mental torment and just not good mental health arguing your way out of everything and lying and manipulating is just it's not good for you mentally as well as not good for other people's taking the easier way out or telling the truth they're not merely two different choices they're different pathways through life they are utterly different ways of existing rule nine assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't this one really hit a soft spot for me because what is my podcast what is the whole literally i've done almost 500 interviews well, in some shape or form done over that over the last six years every person i interview clearly i assume that person knows something i don't and i mean everyone you know whether it's learning oh, that's not the right thing to do or learning i wouldn't roll like that rule 10 be precise in your speech being precise in your aim and you know what you want out of life in your individual nature because if you don't have that you're going to drown in the complexity of your life, the world, there's so many options out there. So being precise in your speech and articulating what you want to yourself as well as others and, and going after that is huge. So precise in your speech is very important. Rule 11, do not bother children when they are skateboarding. This is awesome. So this again talks about overprotection um, of people, of your kids, of starters. And it's a pitfall to, you know, very many loving parents and, and but then society takes it too far as well and you're trying to you know put in rules and regulations to stop people hurting themselves but then they don't build up their natural defenses you know you 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 want kids to fall down and bump themselves and get bruises and little knocks on the way so they understand this um you don't want to protect them so much so when they go out into the world they ultimately get run over by a car one of my biggest fears is we're in a, such a small town where the cars drive slow and there's not much traffic but then i go back to england to visit my hometown and if you step into the road there and not paying attention, that's it. You get one mistake. So I'm, I want them. I don't want to protect them from roads in terms of not letting them go near them. I want them to build up that understanding, that tolerance, and trust them to apply it. And so don't bother your children when they're skateboarding. Let them jump off stairs 
on a skateboard to work out, ouch, that hurts, or I can push the boundaries. And it's that relationship between challenging yourself and danger and fear and risk and reward and pain. And it's ultimately life. Me and my wife, she's definitely the more, we're both protective, but I like to let them stretch themselves in terms of challenging aspects of danger. Very minor, in my opinion. Um, my wife would you know, prefer to wrap them up in cotton wool a little bit more than me. But it's a, you know, it's a negotiation. It's a balancing, balancing act. Sometimes you might push it too far and they might get hurt a little bit too much. And other times you get, as I say, you might just overprotect them. Extreme example, I got married, quit my job, traveled around the world in some really dangerous countries for a year. I'm sure that I know that was stressful for my parents, but it was the most rewarding, one of the most rewarding experiences of my entire life. And as I say, there were some really challenging and dangerous scenarios in that year. A few yeah, near death scenarios and, um, you know, charged by a silverback, pinned under water in a white water raft in Africa. Um, is actually the, the rapid was called the dead Dutchman because Dutchman had died. Yeah. But happy to be alive. And it was experience. And I'm, you know, I'm, I've learned from it as well in terms of th I, certain things I would do again, and wouldn't do again, or I do things differently, uh, survive. So you've got, you've got to get a balance in act right. And you know, you don't want to push it too far because you know, you, you could die. <laughs> so it's, or don't try and protect people too much. Let them build up a tolerance of competence so they can best negotiate the world. Okay, final rule, pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. And he notes that, you know, he's a dog person as well as a cat, but it ultimately, in a very simplistic terms, no matter what's going on in your life, it's about that taking that minute to pause, smell the roses, enjoy that moment and be present. And we're not just talking about animals, okay? And then in kind of summing up, this talks about asking yourself a lot of very tough questions and, and wrestling with that side of things. So ultimately well worth a read we're talking about like 350 pages my book is about 200 pages it's very in-depth you know research and science backing up all of these very simplistic rules on the surface it has a lot of religious undertones through a lot of it he digs into you know the stories of the bible a lot um some points are a little bit too much for me but he does keep a pretty objective slant on things that is a theme running through the book so if you're into that side of things, religion like that, you would probably might, might even like it more than me. But as I say, it's not too overwhelming that if you're not massively religious or specifically into one religion, I don't think it will put you off. So that is the 12 rules for life with Jordan Peterson. And what are your rules for life? I have my alpha laws of, I have my 10 alpha laws of power. I have a certain agreements that I go by. I think I'm due a shake up and just, simplifying and enhancing this and just shaking it down to maybe less or maybe more and just updating it into 2020 so this is that that thing we always come back to awareness action and ascension awaken your alpha is a continual process so let me know your thoughts on this episode and also have you read the book what are your thoughts on it please do comment on all social media and tag me in and also are you interested to go read that book now very interesting other people's opinions on all of these concepts we've touched on all right guys i've got another interview now got a meeting and i look forward to your thoughts on the book all right speak soon cheers the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless this podcast is brought to you by the talk accelerator helping thought leaders increase influence income and impact by achieving their talk if you'd like to find out more about how you can get onto the red spot please do head over to talk 
talkaccelerator.com. That's talk, X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. You can also book in your complimentary idea clarity call there to talk through any potential ideas you may have. What is your idea worth sharing? I'd love to hear about it and I'd love to speak with you very soon.